Welcome back to Fig and Farm at Home. Today is Quick Tip Tuesday, and we're talking about something that has come up over and over again, and it's not necessarily a question I have received, but an observation that I have observed. And so I want to give you uh, a little bit of encouragement and advice regarding this one thing that could be something you may have already done, something you may be thinking about, and maybe why you should try a different way. So let's hop to it. I bet you're curious what I'm talking about. It's Quick Tip Tuesday. You have questions, I have answers, and I am so glad to be answering them for you today. If you have a question that you want answered on the show, pop into my DMs on Instagram at figandfarm. Send me an email at figandfarmathome at gmail.com or join the Facebook group and ask there. bit.ly forward slash design 101 group. Let's hop to it. Let's answer your question. And if you find value in this, I'm sure someone else will too. So make sure you share with a friend. Over the course of the last year, I've seen a lot of people reach out with these kinds of comments. They've said things like, I'm really confused when it comes to home design. I'm super overwhelmed. I don't really know where to start. It just feels a little daunting. It's a little bit too much. The decisions are too hard to make, and so I get stuck in this idea of indecision, inaction. It's almost like there are cement blocks stuck to your feet, and you're not entirely sure that you can lift high enough, heavy enough, hard enough in order to take the first step. Does that sound like you? Okay, if you are in that boat and you're wanting to make change, you could be tempted to reach out to your 500 closest friends on Facebook or on Instagram and ask them for their opinion. And before you do that, before you press send on the question, I want to caution you against it. Now, I don't want to caution you against getting your friends' opinions. In fact, we're going to talk about that, but I do want to caution you against sending out an all call. I have so many reasons why I think this is not a good idea, but we're gonna talk about three. But before we do that, I want to tell you a quick story. And at the end of this quick story, I want it to be a representation of how asking for someone's opinions, what that could look like when they vary and they're so across the board. So have you ever asked your little guy to pick out your outfit for the day? Little guy meaning probably under about eight years old. If you have an under eight-year-old, do it. It is going to make them so incredibly happy. Not only happy, but if you wear it out the door, it's going to be awesome. (laughs) Charlie used to love doing this. When he was teeny tiny, he would actually ask me. I wouldn't have to ask him. He would say, hey, mommy, can I pick out your clothes for you? Yes, absolutely. And Charlie would pick out the most adorable little things that I would never want to wear in public. This is an example of something that Charlie would have dressed me in years ago. He would have started with a really pretty dress, something that was flowy and long and something that he probably had seen me wear on date night. I can picture one, for example, that is a navy blue and floral, pink floral maxi dress that looks adorable paired with a jean jacket and some little sandals. Date night, here we come. Charlie would start with that, and then he would go to my drawer where he saw the Sounders t-shirt. You know, the Seattle Sounders soccer t-shirt? Okay, if you know Seattle Sounders, you know that their t-shirts are, well, A, t-shirts, but then also 
neon green. So he would have grabbed the neon green to go over the dress so that it would be a top and a skirt pair. So great, we're off to a great start. But then he would have noticed the high heels because my boys, if you have boys and you have heels, sometimes when they're little, they like to wear wear them around the house because they're kind of fun. They're wobbly, just like baby deer learning how to walk wobbly. Charlie would have gravitated towards the most audacious heels in my closet. And those would probably have been my burgundy velvet stilettos that I bought once, wore once for a Christmas party. Super cute, but not necessarily the best pairing with a Sounders t-shirt. He would have also wanted to make sure that I had some accessories to go along with my outfit, maybe a necklace and some bracelets, digging through where I keep my necklaces or the drawer where I keep my bracelets would have been so much fun. And the bigger, the better. In fact, the chunkier, the better. Do you remember the days of the chunky necklaces? Yep. We would have paired a chunky necklace on top of that layered t-shirt on top of that dress. It would have been all kinds of awesome. Maybe the peach necklace to go on top of the lime green t-shirt on top of the blue skirt. Yeah. We're talking that kind of awesome. And then for the accessory for the hat, Charlie would have remembered that he saw dad wearing a hat and dad's hats are either page boy or their baseball caps. So Charlie would have wanted to make sure that I wasn't leaving daddy out in this dress. So he would have picked probably a baseball hat. Don't forget a jacket. We're going to get the biggest puffiest coat we can <laughs> we can find because it's just cozy. Okay, you're getting the picture, right? This is kind of a ridiculous idea of what a five-year-old-ish would have dressed me in if I would have said, hey, what do you think I should wear today? This is a very similar concept to what could happen if you said, hey, what do you think I should do to this room I'm redesigning to all your friends on Facebook? That's what we're talking about today. So the very first reason why I don't think it's a good idea to put the blanket statement all call question out to all all of your friends on social media about what you should do to your room is because you are going to get some random, random answers. You're going to get cousin Larry who says, you know what? I can't figure it out for myself. So, and he's going to go off on a tirade and he's going to go off on a tangent and he's not going to solve that solution for you. You're going to get Susie down the street who is into traditional furnishings and she's got the Tiffany lamps and the doilies and she's got all the cats and that's not your design sensibility. You don't really know what it is, but you know it's not doily. You're going to have Rhonda across town who says, you know what? I actually really like lime green and purple together. And you know that Rhonda does that because she wears the lime green and the purple and it's so sweet and cute and very Rhonda, but it's definitely not you. You just don't know what is you. You're going to get multiple, multiple, multiple answers just like that. And if you listen to every single one of them, your home would end up looking like Charlie's outfit for me. <laughs> it would be a mod podge of all the different things. You would end up with doilies and purple and lime green. You would end up with Tiffany lamps and then cousin Larry, who is like, I just, I don't even know. So you would end up with the, I don't even know ish corner in your, in your home. Relying on a bunch of people, and I'm going to say random here, even though they are your quote friends on Facebook or Instagram, relying on a bunch of random people to input your decision making is a it's it's very kind of you to ask, 
But it means that you're going to have to filter through all of the things that you know are not going to be your decisions in the first place. You might know there's no way in heck I'm going to have a Tiffany lamp in my home. There's no way in heck I'm going to have lime green and purple in my home. I don't want the doilies and I definitely don't want all the cats. So already in your in, in your confusion, in your indecision, in your stuckness, you are compounding that by tenfold, a hundredfold. However many opinions you receive, you are compounding your stuckness by that many. Because now not only are you trying to decipher your own opinions, you're trying to do it through the lens of someone else's sometimes really bad taste, sometimes really silly taste, sometimes no taste at all, like Cousin Larry. Sometimes that just compounds the issue and makes you even more cemented in that stuckness, even more cemented in your indecision, even more frustrated because you want to start, you're so ready to start, and you just have no idea where to do it. If that alone is not reason enough not to ask, that blanket statement, hey, what should I do in this room? Here's reason number two. Chances are, if you are willing to ask all the people that question, you might be willing to take their advice. And if all of the advice that you have is maybe not great, but you might not know that it's not great, you could end up choosing the best of the worst choices. And if you did that, and you did that compounded by the bathroom, the dining room, the living room, all of the different rooms in your home, you could end up with a home that looks like little pockets of design because you took one person's opinion for the bathroom, one person's opinion for the living room, one person's person's opinion for the dining room, and you've done that so that you're now living with a home that has pockets of design rather than the cohesive look and feel that represents you. And you might not know at first that you're choosing this until one day you walk into your dining room or your bathroom or your bedroom and you think something's off about this, or you learn a little bit more from watching HGTV, looking at all the magazines, listening to the podcast, whatever it is that your source of learning is coming from, you might start realizing, wait a second, that space over there does not in any way go with the space over here. And you start realizing that you have compartmentalized your home in such a way that you can see Susan and Rhonda and cousin Larry and Alfred over there in each one of your spaces because you took Susan's advice for this room, Alfred's advice for that room, cousin Larry, Larry's advice for here, and there's no cohesion at all. There's no cohesive design that makes them tie all together. By the way, this is the exact same reason why I caution you against taking an image that you find on Pinterest that you really, really love and are drawn to and copying it in your home, because that would be the same as listening to Susan down the street or Rhonda across town or cousin Larry. What might end up happening is that you end up copying that one design or listening to that one person so much so that they are coming through in your home's design and not you. And you end up with little mini design habitats or mini design islands or mini design pockets, whatever term you want to call it, that look wonderful in their own space or maybe funky and wonky, like maybe Rhonda was suggesting in their own space, but then they don't tie together at all. 
I've seen this play out in more times than I care to admit. When I go to a client's home and they've redesigned a space that looks really, really beautiful. The workmanship, the craftsmanship, the colors, all of the things are so beautiful in that one room. And that one room is adjacent to the hallway or another room and it doesn't go at all. They're two completely different styles because their strategy was to copy and paste, basically. And when you copy and paste, whether it's from looking at Pinterest or from asking someone's opinion and getting 15 different opinions or 500 of your closest friend's opinions, that can make your room just feel discombobulated, disjointed, and not cohesive. So how do you remediate that? You find out what your aesthetic is. That's what you do. You find out, you take the time and you find out what your aesthetic is. But how do you do that? How do you know what your aesthetic is? Well, you become a student of design. That's how you do it. I'm not going to go into the details here, but you can go back and listen to one of my earlier episodes about using Pinterest as a tool instead of a trap. If you want more direction, you want a little hand-holding, fantastic. Book a call. And for those of you who really want the classroom feel, now's the time to join my waitlist for how to use Pinterest as a tool instead of a trap a small mini course that guides you through step-by-step how to navigate Pinterest in order to identify your aesthetics so that you can start moving forward in design on your own time. So when you go out, you can make choices with confidence. You can bring things home that you not only just think will look good in your home, you know will look good because you're so in tune with what your design aesthetic is that you don't hesitate. You don't waffle back and forth. You don't buy and return, buy and return. You don't question if that thing that you love on the shelf is actually going to work in your home because you know it's going to. That course isn't quite finished yet. It'll be ready for release in June. And if you want to get your hot little hands on it when it's hot off the press, go to the link in the show notes and you can join the waitlist. All right. And the third reason why I think it's not a great idea to Give the shout out, the blanket call to ask all your Facebook friends, all of your Instagram friends, hey, what decision should I make on what color I want in my room? The reason I don't think you should do that is because where is your personality? Where is your story reflected in your design choices? When you rely so heavily on someone else, it is them, of course, speaking through. We heard that already, but you missed the point. You missed the boat. Your home is a canvas for storytelling. And whether you know it or not, your home is already saying something. And you, my dear, get to make the choices. You get to make the shots. You get to make the design decisions. And hopefully, with the help of your partner, hopefully with the help of your kiddos, hopefully with a little bit of collaboration, but your home is a canvas. And it is meant to be a reflection of you. Not Susan down the street. Not Rhonda across town. Not Cousin Larry, who doesn't know what he's talking about not any of them. It's meant to reflect you. And what a shame it is when you miss that opportunity. Now, does this mean I think that you should make all design decisions on your own without getting any help? No, absolutely not, actually. But I want to challenge you to cast a much smaller net rather than a deep and wide net. Instead of getting Cousin Larry's opinion or people like Cousin Larry's opinion over and over and over, clouding your judgment, making it so that you are continuously stuck, you're not able to really understand your opinion from his, instead of doing that, ask a few select friends, not just anyone, friends who you recognize they might have some design sensibilities. 
Of course, the obvious choices. If you have a friend who whose home is really lovely and you admire the way that they've decorated and they've done it on their own, ask them. Of course, ask them. And don't be afraid because a lot of times those who get asked, it's really a very, it's an honorary thing, right? So don't be afraid to admit, hey, I need a little help. Ask, ask their opinion. They would probably love it. The other person too, if you have a friend maybe at work who you've not ever seen their home, but you see this girl has style. I mean, she has put together all the time for work. And even on let's clean out the office days, she's dressed to the nines. If you resonate with that, she probably is indicating that she has some design sensibilities. That might be a good person to get their opinion on. So don't be afraid to ask, but make sure you ask the right person. All right, gals, I hope that's helpful as you begin to get unstuck and out of the overwhelm in your home design. Do you have a question that you want asked? Hey, ask here. I'm happy to answer. And if you want to include a picture, the better, because the more detail we can get to your answer, the more you can start moving your design needle forward. So you can send those questions to me at figandfarmathome at gmail.com. Until next time, I'll see you soon.